Hi all, and welcome to the Grieving Back to Life podcast. This is a place where we will talk and share stories around grieving, receiving, growth, and turning your pain into peace. I am your host, Lauren Cheek, and like many of you, I have experienced my fair share of loss and grieving. It's been hard to process and transition, but what I've learned through this is that a lot of us have this unprocessed pain inside, but don't feel like we can talk about it or maybe don't know how to process it. My goal here is to help hold space for people and normalize these conversations around grief. I'll be sharing tools, resources, and insights from all kinds of different experts, as well as everyday amazing humans who have gone through the battle of grief and have been able to turn their pain into peace and purpose. So let's dive in and help each other through the process of grieving back to life. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. I have been going inward for a minute and really taking some time to reflect, to heal, to process everything. I am a firm believer in the phrase power in the pause. And what I mean by that is being able to really take power and being able to slow down. Really being able to sometimes go inward and pause in order to get more clarity, in order to sometimes move forward faster. And for me, the beginning of this year has been kind of a whirlwind in so many great ways. And there's been so many things shifting and evolving and it's felt very positive as far as everything unfolding and also just reflecting on my growth of how far I've come personally and on my own healing journey. And I always say to give yourself space for grace. And for me, that's really meant being able to be kind to myself through this transition. And so that's what I really want to welcome into the discussion today and open up a conversation around is healing in your own process, your own timing, your own schedule. And Sometimes that is not this consistent, perfect, linear path. And for me, it definitely hasn't been. And I say give yourself space for grace because truly it puts you to the ultimate test going through grief and losing somebody you love. And there's so many layers to the healing process. And I think it's something that everybody really has to go through in their own way, obviously, but being able to give yourself that grace to go through it in your own time. And when it does get messy and difficult and those waves of emotion kind of take over and you almost have to surrender to it is what I've learned, that the more you try to fight it or suppress it, that it just manifests and festers into different things in different ways and you can't really release that pain until you sit with it. And so that's where I've been at the beginning of this year is really sitting with a lot of the pain, a lot of the feelings that have been coming up and really trying to analyze where can I start to process more? Where can I start to let go of maybe some of this pain? And for me, it's really been taking this pause, this power in the pause of being able to go inward and really ask those questions. And while I've been very 
busy externally with work and my other company, Forward Female, which has been doing amazing and is so fulfilling because I truly get to see impact in people's lives and helping women start and grow businesses is something I'm truly so passionate about. And so being able to do that has been amazing. But I've also had to pull back a little bit on some of the other things that I originally wanted to do work-wise. It really made me realize the last year of going through this process of really honing in and really being able to get clear on what I want to create and leave behind and really what that like looks like for me, I guess. And the more I've been able to sit with that and take the time to process it versus just put it out there and almost react, I have been really trying to understand myself better of what do I want to leave behind with with this life that I have left. I think anybody that has gone through grief can understand and relate that losing somebody you love especially if it's sudden and unexpected it it puts a whole new perspective and shift onto your thinking of your life of your legacy of of what you want to do with the time you have left and so being able to give yourself space to sit with those questions and really start to think about it and process it and so for me it it has been a lot of that, a lot of that self-work, and I am happy to be coming back to recording again, and really now with a new perspective and a new, um, it feels like a new level of, I've kind of grown through a step or a, a chapter of my healing process, and Each time that I get the clarity of some of these questions and some of these phases, I guess, of of healing and grief that I've been going through, the more I start to feel a little bit more like myself, a little bit more whole again, a little bit more like the pieces are starting to finally come back together. And (laughs) this year for my birthday... My birthday is at the beginning of January, and so I always love doing a good New Year's celebration and then fun moment with my friends. And so the last two years, I've done a scavenger hunt, which has been so much fun, and I just really wanted to do something that would make fun memories and uh, just bring a lot of good laughs. And so the theme of my birthday this year was disco ball era, and for me, a disco ball was very symbolic actually it really felt like this symbolism of where I was at the stage and the phases that I was going through of kind of getting shattered into a million different pieces but starting to put it all back together and become whole again and shine my light in a lot of different ways and so a little cheesy but (laughs) it was really fun but having those kind of memories This is, I think, really, really been something that I've tried to lean into and tried to make more of is these glimmers, right? Celebrating these happy moments, these milestones and these 
celebrations that leave the lasting memories that make life worth living. And so simple things like that I've been really leaning into. And Priscilla and I, my business partner for Forward Female, talk about a lot in our community of having a happy list, having a go-to source, if you will, for things that just truly make you happy. And for me, being able to get with friends and do fun, silly things and just be able to really lean into life and living and really be grateful for those moments. That's That's been a whole new perspective shift for me. I am a new level of grateful, I think, for the people around me and my friends and my family and even just my health and all of the little things I think have just become amplified and magnified since going through everything that I've gone through in the last few years. And it's been definitely a transition, I would say. For my birthday this year, I decided to write out 31 things that I've learned in the last 31 years. So I wanted to call out just a few of them because I feel like they, as I was writing them, it really showed me how far I've come and some of the things that I've really been able to apply into my life that have made all the difference for me. And so I want to just read a few of them for you. Okay. Some of these might sound really obvious, by the way, but I think saying it versus applying it is a different level. So I've been really trying to apply these, and I feel like they've been really pivotal in my growth and really helping me just do that work, do that self-work. And so here's a few. So be kind to yourself, like we've already talked about, but you're doing the best you can. Really being able to have good self-talk and good positive thinking through this process has been absolutely pivotal. I think it's so, so easy and it's such a slippery slope of when you're grieving and you're sad, you don't want to necessarily be happy or be, you know, going out and doing things. You just want to sometimes curl up in a ball and cry and what I've learned going through this is that sometimes you need those moments, but then sometimes you need to really be kind to yourself and say, okay, what is going to kind of get me out of this funk and shift my energy into something positive? How can I really be my own best friend versus my, you know, worst critic? And being aware of your thoughts and how you're speaking to yourself is, I think, the biggest part of that because, It's all about your perspective and your paradigm of how you're viewing everything that you're going through. And even though losing somebody you love is absolutely terrible and difficult and horrible, it can also be a pivotal point for you to use that pain and leverage it into this new personal power, this new maybe mission that it sets you on. And that's another one that I have on here is that your pain can become your purpose. And I truly feel like being able to share some of these stories and share just some insights and resources and hopefully be a part of the change of normalizing conversations around grief and being able to 
bring that more into mainstream culture of having the resources and having the, I guess, the permission to be able to talk about it and feel like we are at a place in our society and our culture that we receive it. And for me, at least, I didn't feel that way as I've gone through it. I felt like it was blindsiding, like I didn't really know how to process it at first or what to think. I mean, it's definitely an ongoing process and I'm still not over it by any means. I don't think you ever do stop grieving or stop hurting and missing them but I think it's being able to carry their light forward and make the most of the time that you have left and so being able to leverage that pain into your purpose I think has been a big one for me of applying that and trying to really lean into that of that reframe of how you can I guess just make Find the silver lining, I guess, if you will. Another one in here is I put was reframe and realign your mind. That when we do start going into these negative spirals, these negative thought patterns, and Dr. Amen calls them ants, your automatic negative thoughts, right? Being able to identify the ants, squash them, get them out of your mind, and reframe how you're thinking about something that's true personal power to me at least is being able to have the control over your thoughts and be able to leverage your mind in a way that's a tool for you that's helping you that's not hurting you and it's a tricky thing of your emotions and your thoughts and honoring and acknowledging them but being able to stay in control of them and manage them in a healthy way that's going to help you through that process and going through it for me has been something definitely um, a lot of learning curves a lot of things that I'm coming up against that I've realized wow like these are definite shadow areas that I need to work on still or this is you know triggering for me to where I do start to spiral I do start to go into these negative places and we're all human right but it's going back to giving yourself grace and so something that I also have written down is feel it and let it go and for me that's really been a good little phrase of not getting stuck in the negative of not getting stuck in the sadness, in the, the heaviness of it, of trying to feel it, process it, give myself that space, but then release it and go back to the positive of how many amazing memories I do have with them and the love and just all of the good things instead of the sadness and the, the heaviness of all of it. And for anybody that's gone through grief or lost somebody close to them that you love, it's, you get it. Like, it's definitely (laughs) almost something you can't really put to words. And until you've experienced it, you really can't almost explain it to somebody else. But I know a lot of you out there, you, you get it. You empathize with me. So I appreciate you. Just a few more that I want to call out is 
being able to fail fast, fail often, and fall in love with failing. And for me, that really has been failing in a lot of ways. It's such a positive, good thing to be failing because that means you're constantly trying. You're constantly growing. You're constantly shifting. It just sometimes is a small two-degree shift or tweak to something. That's all it needs. It doesn't mean that it's a totally bad idea or that it didn't work out. It just maybe means that it just needs a different spin on it or a different approach. I think that sometimes we are so afraid of failing, this fear of failure, that we don't go for it and we hold ourselves back and we at the end of the day limit ourselves because we are so afraid of that failure of, you know, maybe the judgment of what other people will think or whatever it is. But for me, being able to really call it out as a positive thing And within our community at Forward Female, we always talk about celebrating our learning lessons and that failure is really just a learning lesson. And so for me, being able to get clear but get comfortable with that, of being able to keep rolling with the punches but do what makes you afraid is what I've really leaned into. This podcast terrifies me sometimes I love it but right it's definitely pushed me to the edge of my comfort zone and I know that it's something I'm meant to be doing because it's pushing me to grow it's pushing me to evolve and I have such a strong intuition about wanting to be able to hold space to share other people's stories around this I feel like that is a huge purpose for me Being able to listen to other people's journeys of healing and grief and all the different degrees of loss, it it just helps give so much perspective and I have so much gratitude for everybody who has sat with me and really opened up and shared in such a vulnerable way because I think typically grieving has been something that we're almost taught to keep private and I want to normalize these conversations coming to light and normalize talking about the people we've lost and we love because that's how we honor them and that's how we keep their light moving forward with us is to be able to heal and move forward but also bring them forward with us in a really positive way and so I try to always talk about Dee and bring him up in conversations and really remember all the special memories that we had. And it's definitely sometimes really difficult because it's it's sad. It's sad that he's not here anymore. But I just keep telling myself that he is here and I can feel his energy and his presence. It's just shifted into a different different form. And so I think for whatever you believe, finding something that brings you peace, right? Whether it's a belief or different tools that help you, finding things that bring you peace is the only way through the pain. It's the only way. It's being able to 
like I said, feel it and let it go and process it. And that is where I've been at. That is, that is the work I've been doing. And I know so many of you are. Um, I will just read one or two more from this and then we will continue on. But I think some of these are powerful. They've really helped me at least just get clarity on what I have really almost set as a boundary for myself. So another one is, hmm, which ones should I read? There's so many good ones. Oh, daily check-ins with my highest self. I think that one has been, putting that into practice has been really powerful for me because I feel like sometimes we get so busy that we are just hustling through the day, right? We don't really stop and put that intentionality into our day, into our energy, I guess, of what we're bringing forth in that day. And so for me, having daily check-ins with my highest self typically looks like either journaling, meditating, yoga, or like a combination, but being able to have intentional time and that quiet, that quiet time, that quiet space of being able to go inward and first of all, just tune in to that, to that highest self, to that that highest version of you, I think it really helps put you on the right path of what you need to accomplish for the day. Because what I've learned, especially lately, is we can get busy and be busy all day long, but it doesn't necessarily mean that we're making progress. And when you have those intentional check-ins with yourself, I think that's where you start to really not only be able to see your progress, but you're able to get that reassurance that you're on the right path, that you are aligning with the version of you that you want to become, that best version of you. And I think truly that's how we are able to manifest and create the life we want quicker because we're checking and because we're reassessing, are we, you know, meeting ourselves where we want to be? Are we showing up as that person? And so for me, that's been definitely a pivotal, a pivotal practice, I'll say. I think another thing that's really helped me while I'm on that topic of journaling and the tools and all of that, of checking in with myself, has been being able to document my progress. And I am a very avid journaler. I really love my mornings um, of waking up early and being able to have that time where I can just kind of download anything that's coming through, have space to be able to flush out any thoughts, anything I need to get done. I kind of just really give myself space to just get it all out of my head. And then I really ask myself some intentional questions. And so being able to really dive into that work for me has really been, I think, really where I've seen the progress. And whether you journal or maybe leave yourself voice notes, if that's more your thing, having a place where you can literally see the documented progress can be really, really transformational in your growth and in your like healing journey. 
because I think a lot of the times we are growing and progressing so much, but we don't see it. We're too close to it. And it's like, you know, the the person that you haven't seen in a year and they've completely changed and to them they feel exactly the same but to you they look like a whole new person right that's how we sometimes live our lives where we don't see the change but everyone else sees a whole new person and when we can really get that clarity of the direction we want to put outward first inwardly that's when we can really start to bring it all together right of the internal world creating that external world and so I would recommend for anybody out there listening if you don't already have a practice or you don't already have some sort of form of being able to first of all flush out and process some of those feelings and pain and grief it's really it's really a a great tool to be able to see your progress and on those days that you feel stuck or like you're in a rut or you're just in bad energy in a funk go back to those pages go back to that journal or wherever you're documenting and look at how far you've come look at the progress you've been making and for me that's been pivotal it's been so helpful because I think for myself I I am really hard on myself sometimes and I think I have to be able to give myself a round of applause for how far I've come and be able to love myself enough to say that I've really been growing and changing and evolving through this and I'm proud of the person I'm becoming and that's self-love I mean that's truly self-love and so that's what I've been trying to work on in practice and there's so many things I mean I think we all are just striving to to heal at the end of the day and to hopefully become that best version of ourselves and so I hope this helped anybody out there please reach out if you have any questions. If you are interested in me sharing some of the journaling prompts that I use, I'm happy to. Uh, Maybe I'll do another episode on that of resources of journaling prompts and just more tools. Let me know if that's something of interest. I can start to share more of that, but I am happy to be back. And thank you everyone for your grace and your understanding with me of going through the process and understanding that the timeline is not linear and not not perfect it's definitely this messy journey sometimes and so I'm here to just share authentically as as we go on the journey together but I will see you back here real soon and I hope you have an amazing rest of your day bye that's another episode of grieving back to life podcast Be sure to like, subscribe, and follow for more, and tune in every Sunday for new episodes. Follow us on Instagram, Grieving Back to Life, or check out our website, grievingbacktolifepodcast.com, for resources and more tips and tools for helping you grieve with grace and turn your pain into peace and purpose. See you then.